Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by On Time Lending. Today, along with Jason Grimes of the Grimes Group, Philip talks about what's the difference between a soft credit inquiry and a hard credit inquiry. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. So we're back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Jason Grimes. What's going on, Jason? Hey, how you doing, brother? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So uh, this this topic is a topic that I still don't fully, you know, really understand how to explain. I mean, I I, I get it, but explaining it is difficult um, to me. And knowing how it applies specifically with situation, you know, I I'm still able to do so. It's it's, uh, you know, what's the difference between a soft credit inquiry and a hard credit inquiry? Because, yeah, like when you're going through the process of credit, you're like, OK, is that going to affect my credit if you pull it that way? If, is that like, you know, I don't I don't know how to know which one is which. I just go based on what the lender is telling me. Absolutely. 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 Um, so with a I mean, and it depends on what third party that you're using on how how stringent the soft pull is, right? A hard pull is a hard pull. I mean, you typically are getting these hard pulls for your, your credit cards, your car loans, your, your mortgage, of course. Uh, and it's pulling from all three bureaus and what in the mortgage uh, situation anyway. And, you know, we're taking not the highest, not the lowest, but the median score, right? The one right there in the middle. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's pulling up anything and everything that's attached to your, to your credit profile. Right. And and, um, and, that, and, that, and that's the one that will affect your score. Right. That, that's the one that has the now when we talk about it affecting your score. Right. It really varies on your overall profile. Right. You know, someone that has an extremely strong credit score and, you know, 750, 740, whatever the case may be, and have a long history of credit. It may may not affect them at all. Mm. But someone with very immature credit, you know, young credit. You know, tearing around, you know, a, a 600, you know what I mean? It may hit them for 10, 15 points, depending on their profile, right? Mm. So a lot of times, you know, when you see the soft pools, uh, I know some mortgage lenders uh, will do a soft pool. That's kind of get an idea of what the scores are and things on those lines before they start getting you pre-qualified. Um, I'm a firm believer, you know. I don't like to see you out there half cocked. You know, I want I want to know the real thing uh, before we really, you know, get up and going and get, get looking. Uh, because nothing worse than, you know, going out looking, finding the home that you fall in love with, and then it's time for a hard credit pool and not everything has been shot to the dirt. You know? And, and, and so when you say soft pool, that means like they may pull like one credit report or and not not as much data and they're kind of guessing. You um, have the ability to pull all three. You have the ability to pull all three. Um, and with those with the with the soft pull that I use, about nine times out of ten, it runs what and what with the uh, with the hard pull, but it just doesn't affect and it doesn't hit your score as a hard pull. And like for instance, your your credit card, you know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not a mistake that they're offering you increases on your on your spending limit. 
it's not a mistake that, you know, they're, they're, you know, marketing to you. It's not a mistake that, you know, State Farm and Allstate and all these different places are saying you have the possibility to lower your, you know, your, your car insurance because they're, they're pulling your soft credit because they already have the information. They're doing soft credit pulls on you in the background. Uh, so, so from a technical aspect, then if you could pull all three on both, then what's the, you know, like who determines the difference and what, you know what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. like, how, like how, how would I, so like, let's say, let's say credit card company lender pulls all three credit reports. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm applying for a credit card, they pull all three. Mm-hmm. What, what makes one a soft and what makes one a hard if they're both pulling all three credit reports in, in that example? Well, okay. And for, for the credit cards per se, right. You know, um, I'll use American Express, you know, this kind of gives you some game. If you're with American Express and you've had good payment history, if you want to upgrade your car and things along those lines, they typically don't hit you with a hard pull. They'll do a soft pull on you and look at your payment history like, cool, you, you want you want to go from the gold card to the platinum, you make enough money, cool, we got you. Go do your yeah. thing. You know, but if you're going to, if you've only had American Express and then now you want to go get a Discover card mm-hmm. and you want to actually get the card and you're putting through the application, they'll have a portion of it where it say, you know, or, or, or let's say, no, ha, scale that back, Credit Karma. Oh, you're pre-approved for this card. You can check to see your approval by doing a soft pull. And they'll do a soft pull this, and they'll say, this will not affect your credit, right? And then they'll tell you, but if you want to go as far as actually getting that card and mm-hmm. then you want to move forward with it and they made you feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside that you actually get the card, mm-hmm. then you hit the button for the hard pull and that's when they hit your credit and that's when you have the hard inquiry. So, so is it is it in, intention to buy unintention that to distinguish because if they're looking at the same information, one of them is an intention to buy and one of them is a yeah. you know you know uh, just to think I'm thinking about it I'm looking into it potentially is that kind of the distinction? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's you know if I tell you that it's a good probability that you'll be able to get this car with a soft pull, but now you have to really say you want to do it in order for me. To, to to do a hard pull on you. Got it. Because because after after you have the intent, then you're not just looking at the credit report. Then you're like going through more stuff, and then you know, and, and and that's when that's why some people make soft soft credit or soft pull up um uh, qualify, but when they go through a hard pull, they get denied because of like the extra stuff in the application process. Is that is that kind of what happened? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, your credit profile may be okay, but you know. When they ask you about your income, you only make a thousand dollars a month. Got it. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So they're they're assuming they're assuming off of your credit profile. They're yeah. they're looking like, oh, okay, well, if this guy has a seven eighty credit score, he must make money, but that's not always the case. Got it. Okay, that makes sense then. That makes complete sense to me. Thank you for explaining that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let let everybody know how they can reach you if they want more information. Absolutely. Uh you can reach me directly uh via text. Uh you can it's four zero four. Eight nine five one nine six eight, um, and you can email me uh, at jgrimes at thegrimesgroup dot org. Um, but you know, if you have any questions, shoot me a text, send me an email, reach out to me directly, and uh, either myself or one of my guys on my team will get back to you properly. All right, perfect. We appreciate you, man. We'll uh, yeah talk next week. Awesome, awesome, man. Can't wait. Hey, hey, hey.
If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.